If you live and work and pay taxes in Canada, then chances are you've probably heard the term RRSP. You've probably also wondered what exactly an RRSP is, looked it up, and then proceeded to be extremely confused by what it all means when you encountered dense articles with terms like tax deferral, contribution limits, and capital gains. RRSPs can seem a bit complicated and daunting to understand when you first start looking into them, and don't worry, you are completely not alone in feeling that way. So in today's lesson, I'm going to break down, in layman's terms, don't worry, the key points that you need to understand about having and using an RRSP, including what exactly is an RRSP, that's always a good first place to start, how it affects your taxes, how to put money in, how to take money out, as well as a few other key points that are going to help you use your RRSP without worrying that you're doing it wrong. I am also going to talk about how RRSPs can be used as an employee and as a self-employed person, because most resources just talk about using an RRSP as an employee, but there are so many side hustlers now, which is wonderful, but I think that it's also important to understand the subtle differences that you need to know to use this account also if you are running your own business. As with all personal finance lessons taught here at the How to Adult School, I'm willing to bet that no one ever formally taught you about what an RRSP is, so stop feeling worried if you're a bit confused so far, that's totally fine. Just grab a pen and paper to take some notes, don't forget to subscribe to the show, and let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, hello, and welcome to the How to Adult Show podcast. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is your go-to guide for personal finance information every time you find yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? Each week, we bring you a new lesson to coach you through getting your financial life together so that you can create financial security, start building wealth, and design a life that you truly love. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here today. Now, let's get started on today's lesson. Hey there guys, how's it going? For those of you who don't know, I'm Corey, founder of the How to Adult School, where we teach you all of the important personal finance lessons that you wish someone had taught you in school. And today we're gonna to be talking about RRSPs and giving you an overview of the most important points that you need to know about having and using one of these accounts so that you can get started opening up your own RRSP right after today's episode, if that's what you wanna go out and do. Let's get started with the very first question that might be on your mind, which is, what exactly is an RRSP? The acronym RRSP stands for Registered Retirement Savings Plan. This is a type of investing account that's available to Canadians. And what makes an RRSP different from other types of investing accounts is that it's a retirement investing account that comes along with a bunch of perks that are designed to encourage you to use this account by offering you financial rewards for doing so. And no, this is not too good to be true. The Canadian government wants its citizens to be financially secure in our old age and retirement years. Crazy, right? So they created this specific type of account with its own rules and its own incentives to encourage you to use it for saving and investing for your future. So getting to the good stuff, what are these financial incentives, you ask? How do I get these financial rewards that you're talking about? Well, I'm glad you asked, 
Sorry, that was so cheesy. Bear with me while I recompose myself from that awfulness. Anyway, to get the answer to this question, you're gonna have to bear with me through just a tiny little bit of financial jargon. Just a tiny little bit, I promise. And I also promise that I will explain it all to you. There are two main financial benefits that come from using an RRSP. The first is that it's a tax sheltered account. And the second is that it offers you a tax deferral. So sticking with my promise of breaking it all down for you, breaking down the jargon, let's look at what it means when I say an RRSP is a tax sheltered account. When you put money into your RRSP account, the next step that you're gonna to wanna to take is to buy investments with the money in that account. Now, over time, as your investments grow, you earn money. And the money that you earn through the growth of your investments is called capital gains. And capital gains are a taxable form of income. This means that when you earn capital gains, the government asks you to pay taxes on what you earn unless your investments are held in a tax sheltered account like an RRSP. If you purchase investments within your RRSP account and they grow and earn interest and pay dividends, you don't pay tax on what you earn in that account. An RRSP is designed to be a long-term investing account to save for your future and your retirement. So this means that you can earn money in this account for say 40 years without ever having to pay tax on the money that you earn in there. And this can save you truly huge, massive sums of money over the course of your life and help you retire with a much larger nest egg than if you use other taxable investment accounts. So this is what tax sheltered means. It means that the money you earn is sheltered from paying tax back to the government, which is a huge incentive to use this type of account. Now that you understand what tax sheltered means and how it's the first incentive to use this account, let's look at the second incentive to use this account and what that means when I say that an RRSP offers you a tax deferral. Contributing money to an RRSP gives you a tax deferral. This means that you don't pay tax on the money that you contribute until you take it out in the future, in your retirement. And I'm gonna explain exactly how this can immediately benefit you starting today. So let's say last year you earned a salary of $100,000. You hadn't learned about RRSPs yet, so you contribute precisely $0 to your RRSP, that's completely okay, but it means you pay $27,084 in taxes, including CPP, which leaves you with an after-tax income of $72,916. Now you learn about how to use an RRSP. So again, you have an income of $100,000, but this time you contribute $18,000 into your RRSP account. This has the effect of lowering your taxable income to $82,000. That's $100,000 minus $18,000. This means that you only have to pay tax on $82,000 worth of income. So now you pay $20,924 in total tax with CPP. I keep saying that because it's important to note that this just lowers your tax, not your CPP contribution. You don't wanna lower that. And in total, this is gonna leave you with an after-tax income of $79,076. All of this together means that by contributing $18,000 to your RRSP, you pay $6,160 less in tax, so your after-tax income is $6,160 higher. As I've said a few times already, this account is designed to be used for long-term saving and investing for your future and your retirement. 
you are not supposed to start taking money out of this account until you are retired. When you take money out of your RRSP in the future, it will be taxable, which is why it's called a tax deferral. But the overall idea is that you're gonna be in a lower tax bracket in your retirement, most likely, than you are during the highest earning years of your life. For example, let's say you're gonna be in a $60,000 a year tax bracket in the future instead of the $100,000 tax bracket that you're in right now. This means that you're gonna pay less tax, you're gonna pay a lower percentage of tax on that money if you take it out in the future than you would had you just kept it in your pocket now. And you're also gonna have the benefit of your money and investments growing without being taxed on capital gains for all of those years that it's in your RRSP account. Now, this is where RRSPs differ slightly if you're traditionally employed versus being self-employed. If you're traditionally employed, then chances are you're likely paying tax with every paycheck. This means that if you're also contributing to your RRSP, you'll likely overpay your taxes over the course of the year, which means the government is gonna send you back a tax refund. They're gonna send you back a portion of your taxes that you've saved by contributing to your RRSP. On the other hand, if you're self-employed, that means that you are responsible throughout the year to save and pay for your own taxes. So when you file your taxes at the end of the year, they're just gonna ask that you pay less tax. So instead of getting back tax that you've overpaid, you just don't pay that extra tax in the first place. Both scenarios end up with you being in the exact same place and with you saving money on your taxes and having more money left in your pockets. The next big question to address is how much can you contribute to your RRSP? Your RRSP account has what's called a contribution limit. This means that you can't just put all of your money into the account to shelter yourself from taxes. There is a limit to how much you can put in each year and there's a penalty for over-contributing, so you wanna make sure that you don't accidentally put too much money into the account. The amount of money that you're allowed to contribute to your RRSP is the lesser of 18% of your previous year's salary or the maximum contribution limit for the year. This means that if your salary last year was $100,000, you're allowed to contribute 18% of that. So you're allowed to contribute $18,000. The maximum contribution limit is designed to cap extremely high income earners and the amount changes a bit each year. You should just look it up if it applies to you. This year for 2021, it's $27,830 that you're allowed to contribute as a maximum. If you're not sure how much you're allowed to contribute, that is a-okay. You can find that number very easily by logging into your CRA My Account page. It should look like this. Or you can find your contribution limit listed on your NOA, Notice of Assessment, that you received after you filed your taxes last year. Another note on contribution limits is that your available space rolls over from previous years. This means that if you've been working and filing taxes in Canada for a few years, but haven't contributed to your RRSP yet, then all of the contribution space that you didn't use in previous years is still available to you. So you might have a very hefty amount of room left in your RRSP, which is awesome. The other point to note about your contribution limit is that it's based on your deposits into the account, not on your account growth. This means that if your investments within your account have grown to be greater than your contribution limit, that doesn't matter at all. You can still contribute the allowable amount because it's purely based on how much you've deposited into that account, 
not on how much exists in the account now that you've invested well and your investments are performing well and growing and earning you money. So now you know why you wanna use an RRSP and how much money you can put into your RRSP, the next question is how can you actually contribute money to your RRSP? What does that process look like? So first things first, you have to open up an RRSP account. And this is very easy to do, it involves minimal paperwork, and there are so many places that you can go open an RRSP, it's really up to you to decide what you need from the provider. For example, you could open one with a big name bank with physical branches if you wanna be able to go in and speak to someone like RBC. You could use an online only bank with low fees like EQ Bank or an online brokerage like Wealthsimple. There are tons of options. Once you have an RRSP account, you need to contribute money to that account. If you're traditionally employed, then your employer probably offers you the option of contributing to your RRSP for you with every paycheck. So this means that with every paycheck, just like your taxes being taken off, a portion is taken off and contributed straight to your RRSP for you automatically. You don't even have to think about it. If you're lucky, your employer might even offer you what's known as an RRSP match program, which means they match your contribution to a certain percentage if you use the program, which is a really awesome way of saying yes please to some of the other free money that's on the table being offered to you. You could also contribute to your RRSP manually every time you get paid if you have a steady paycheck, or as a lump sum once a year if your income is sporadic, for example, if you're self-employed and you're not totally sure what your income is gonna look like until the end of the year. No matter which way you choose to contribute money to your RRSP, there is one important point to note, and that's that there is a contribution deadline that you need to meet in order to take advantage of the tax deferral that we talked about earlier. That deadline is March 1st. Don't forget it. So if we're talking about your RRSP contributions and taxes for 2021, you wanna make sure that you finished contributing to your RRSP by March 1st, 2022 at the absolute latest in order to claim the tax deferral on your taxes for 2021. And finally, moving on to the final question that many people have, which is, but what about taking money out of my RRSP? Now, I've said this a few times, you've heard it before, but I'm gonna say it again because it is so important to understand this point. The RRSP is an investment account designed for long-term saving and investing for your retirement. This means that it has incentives to get you to save for your retirement, as well as disincentives for taking the money out too early. If you take money out of your RRSP, you pay tax on it, which is to be expected. But the other thing is you lose that contribution room if you take the money out, meaning you are strongly impacting your account's ability to grow through your investments into a large retirement nest egg. If you think you're gonna need the money in the next few years, then it's not a great idea to invest it into an RRSP. An account like a TFSA is gonna be a much better choice for you. And don't worry, I'm gonna do a beginner's guide to TFSAs soon, so make sure you subscribe if you wanna learn about what the heck those accounts are as well. There are, however, two exceptions that will allow you to take money out of your RRSP. The first is called the First Time Home Buyers Plan, and the second is called the Lifelong Learning Plan. 
The first time home buyers plan is designed to help people have access to the necessary cash for a down payment on their first home. And the learning plan is designed to help pay for adult schooling costs for either you or your partner. There are different requirements for each plan that change slightly over time. So I recommend just looking them up if you want to use one of these programs. But the overall point to understand is that these programs let you take a certain amount of money out of your RRSP without penalty provided you pay back that full amount within a set amount of years. It's like taking a loan from yourself. If you miss the repayment date, then you incur penalties on the money that you took out of your RRSP. Now, I don't wanna end this episode all doom and gloom talking about penalties for not using your RRSP correctly because there really are just a few very simple rules to follow to avoid penalties. And the upside of having and using an RRSP over the course of your working life is huge. So let's just remember the perks. Perk number one, by contributing money to an RRSP, you're gonna lower your taxable income for the year and therefore pay less tax. This means you're either gonna get money back from the government as a refund for having overpaid your taxes over the course of the year, or you'll simply pay less tax at the end of the year if you're self-employed. Perk number two is the money that you contribute to your RRSP should be used to buy investments. These investments can grow in your RRSP as tax-sheltered investments, which means they don't have to pay tax on the money that you're making off of them. That's amazing. Perk number three, if your employer offers you an RRSP contribution match, then hallelujah, sign yourself up for that shit right now. That is literally free money that your employer is offering you for being a financially savvy and responsible person and employee. Use that. And perk number four, even though you don't want to take money out of your RRSP too early, the government recognizes that there are major life events that do require more cash, like buying a home or going back to school. So they set a couple of loopholes into the RRSP that will allow you to access that money if you really need to. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, this is a very general overview of what is an RRSP, how does it work, and how you can use one. If you're interested in understanding more about the tax deferral part of this program, then make sure you hit subscribe to the channel because next week I'm releasing a second part to this episode that dives deeper into how using an RRSP can save you money right away on your taxes. Also, I mentioned TFSAs in today's episode, which are often compared and contrasted with RRSPs. So if you wanna learn more about that type of account and how to choose which account is better for you, then make sure that you also hit subscribe because a TFSA guide will be airing very shortly on this channel as well. Until then, hopefully you're feeling more confident and inspired to open your own RRSP and start contributing money to it. As always, if you have any questions, please feel free to drop them in the comments or just message me directly on Instagram or by email. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment on the video if you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here today, and I will see you right back here next Monday when we release a brand new episode of The How to Adult Show. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the How to Adult Show podcast. 
Our goal is always to make your life just a little bit easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place on our website blog at www.howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a review. If you found today's lesson helpful, in addition to leaving a review, which I am immensely grateful for, you can also share this episode with a friend or family member. This is the best way to keep passing financial education on to other people and sharing the knowledge and the wealth, which is what we're all about. So hit subscribe, leave a review, and I'll see you next Monday with a brand new episode of The How to Adult Show.